Go on. Hello, world. This is Angelica Pasquini. It is 9.59 p.m. on Thursday, the last day of June, 2022. I'm in New Jersey packing. Going to be in the air at this time tomorrow, going to Paris as long as I don't have <laughs> flight delays like everyone else in the world right now. Um, I'm really into packing light. I love it. I think it's so chic. Um, the times where I overpack are the times when I feel the most insecure and I feel like I need a lot of different options to feel comfortable because underneath it all I feel so uncomfortable you know um I've been like every single size really also this episode I don't have my mic so I'm just talking into my uh computer while packing so it's not going to sound amazing but anyway so um yeah you know when you're packing and you're like really uncomfortable with your body and then you're like getting all this extra shit that is just like noise like you're packing all these noise clothes that you're like I might need this and I might need that and it's just like that's something that I'm so well versed in and so grateful to not currently be experiencing um just because like right now for some reason in this moment I'm just like at peace with the way everything looks and I just feel really grateful to be going and it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be uh, all about you know feeling like perfection or whatever what about just like having fun ever heard of it Um, so, I have my carry-on stuff. to really fly in I just wanted to fly so I like to do matching pajama sets to go to sleep in and I was like I wonder if I should just fly in this you know because the flight's at night and um, then my mom was kind of like if you want vibes in other words like don't do that but um yeah I'm in Jersey because my dad is gonna drive me to JFK which is really great. Also, I use the laundry here. It's just like so much easier than in Manhattan where you have to like carry everything. It's just like so annoying. When I know I need to do laundry in a big way, I really just like coming here. I really do. I really do. real day 
Taking the tags off my drip. H&M is just like a really good store. And I really don't care if there's any H&M haters in the listening community. Because everything you need is there, especially for traveling. And everything is pretty affordable. And I think that's iconic and chic. It's where I really be going, honestly. stuff that I feel like is gonna I need to iron but like I really don't know the process of really getting into that at this juncture like when you have a button-down shirt how are you supposed to I know people travel with them all the time like business people how the hell are you supposed to do that hmm? no 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 So, you know, it would be cool if there was a service where you just, like, someone comes to your house and you just have all your clothes, like, on the bed, and you're, they just, like, you just walk out of the room, and they just pack everything for you perfectly. Like, you just take every single thing that you know you, you're going to need, and you just, like, leave it, and then they're like, okay, yeah, no problem. And then stuff that's not, like, worth it or doesn't fit, they just, like, make that executive decision. And then by the time you're on your vacation, you don't even care. Making decisions is so crazy, isn't it? It's like in the not making of a decision is so much pain. Then you make one, and then you always regret it instantly. It's completely part of the whole thing. Um, no, maybe not always, but, like, it's really common. Buyer's remorse type vibes. And then eventually you realize that um, it was the right choice because it was the choice. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, choosing garments is funny because you're like negotiating your body, the weather, your style. Feeling like yourself in your own personal style versus just actually wearing <laughs> comfortable clothes. Like, oh my God, what about like sh oh, shoes? Like so many shoes that are just really comfortable do not reflect the personal style of most people. And so many shoes that do like really reflect personal style, those motherfuckers are not comfortable. And, um... Everybody kind of knows that, you know? 
So right now I'm hanging stuff up that I'm not bringing, but that I do love. And I'm saying to myself, like, just because you have something that you love does not mean that you need to bring it, you know? You just don't need it. You just don't. Okay. Oh my God. So I'm not boosted. I didn't get the booster. And according to Delta, I'm just not full, fully vaxxed. So I had to get a, a, a test, which I went and did. Negative, thank God. But um, I didn't know that. I didn't know that not being boosted was not fully vaxxed. The only reason I'm not boosted is because I, I would have done it. But like <laughs> every person I know who got boosted immediately got COVID. Like during Omicron, which I also had. So I was just kind of like, I'm going to chill on that because um, it just doesn't feel necessary at this juncture. It doesn't feel very helpful. I'm not against it. I'm just like, especially if it's going to like, if I have to get it to be able to be considered fully vaxxed, not have to take a test all the time. I guess. Sure. Whatever. I don't want to fucking... my laptop because I know I'm going to want to write. Oh, so anyway, there's this, you know, I was thinking about this. So, you know, in the movie, uh, not the movie, sorry, the book, Just Kids, when she goes to Paris by herself and she goes to Jim Morrison's grave and she's like really sad and she kind of, I think she cuts her trip short even. She's just like depressiana. And then in the movie, Mrs. America, or is it, no, it's, sorry, it's Frances Ha. Um, Francis goes to Paris for like 24 hours and turns around because she's like miserable. And also in Sex and the City in the, in the finale, Carrie is a miserable American girl in Paris. So I think that's a funny trope. Miserable girl in Paris from America. Who knows what that's about? I don't think that will be me, but it is just funny. Okay, now I'm at that part in packing where you start picking things up and then putting them back down, picking things up and putting them back down. Like right now, I'm like negotiating, like I'm like this, now I just like touching and, t and putting away. Like it's it's just... not necessary okay here we go now there's one tank top these days that is really fitting me the way that I like and um, I should have bought a couple of them but instead I only have one and it like really looks just good with a lot of different kinds of pants and skirts so obviously I'm packing her right now I love like a scoop neck tank top that's fitted and short because my torso isn't long. I don't have, I'm not one of those people with like a long, long stomach. <laughs> like, it's just not long. Okay, we have a question. Let's get to it. Hi, Angelica. Uh, thanks for being there. 
uh, to answer our questions, our very random questions today. Um, my question for you today is, um, since I've moved down south, you know, it's like harder to find a place that will do a proper pedicure. And, you know, being like a farmer now, my feet are kind of like gross all the time. And there's like a shame that you carry when you go to a nail salon and your feet are looking the way that mine do sometimes and they just you feel the shame and you see other people looking at your feet and then like also then the technician will look at you and be like, mm mm and you know, like you know already. And so my question for you is like right now I'm at home and I know that that's coming for me. Like I've waited too long to go. I'm like a month and a half in since my last pedicure. I'm facing like, like, I don't know, like some really scary looking faces, like backlash, like, why haven't you been here in a month? You know, like my toes are really looking bad. I'm just like worrying, like, I'm wondering how, how to not be so anxious walking in there, just like having my pride and, you know, like being a very busy woman. Um, anyways, I know it sounds silly, but that's my stupid question. Thanks for being there again. I'm so happy to listen to you. You always give me such a great laugh, and I want to give power and hope and love to all my females out there feeling down. Thank you so much, and don't forget to laugh and love. Bye. Oh, my God. I love this. Girl. Okay, so listen, what you're going to have to do in this situation is, first of all, you have to focus on why your feet are dirty. It's because you have a fucking farm. So that is, first of all, absolutely legendary. Now, with great power is great responsibility, right? So sometimes with, like, a great opportunity, you're going to get dirty, you know, Whereas, like, perhaps if you were, like, sitting in front of a computer all day, for example, you would have repercussions there. And maybe you would go into a psychiatrist's office where basically your mind would look the way the bottom of your feet do right now. Because you would not be happy, okay? You would be in the completely wrong place at the wrong time. And your brain would need a really deep clean. So I think if you really <laughs> consider what the vibes are you're in a good situation that your feet are dirty because they're basically saying to you we are where we need to be if that makes sense now judgment yeah it's horrible are you kidding me what you could do here is just like either really not care and you go in and you're just like I know and I'm just going to act like I, I don't, like I'm just going to fully embody it and just act completely normal. Like, okay, so I have one really rich and successful friend and he once told me that whenever he was late to work, he would walk in with his head up and shoulders back and he would walk right into that fucking office and act like a boss and no one ever said shit. But when you walk in and you're really apologetic and you're all like shifty eyed and awkward and like you're like your your shoulders are like in a circle around your ears, that's when people bring it up to you in your performance review, you know? 
So you're going to go in there and you're not going to have any shame because you know why your feet are dirty. It's because you're living the life you want to live. So that's your first option. And then your second option would be just to sort of do like a clean, you know, on your own feet to just prep them your own way by like doing like a light brush up with some of your home care remedies and then going in there and getting the real dirty work done. Um, but yeah, this is just one of those funny things, you know, in a, in the life of a person who gets a pedicure because to me, the whole thing is so uncomfortable and awkward. I mean, it's just like, of course I want to be a patron, you know, and I, I do love, I love a foot massage. So I'm in there. Like if I can get a pedicure, I'm going, but it never feels great. Um, because of the dynamic, it's just so awkward, you know, like them, like painting your feet. So, you know, I get where you're coming from, but, um, yeah, basically do a brush up or go in there. Like you're like the damn Quaker oats farmer girl. Okay. With the hat. And you're like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a fucking farmer. And this is called farm life, babe. Just like really own it. Or, you know, you could, you could really, you, you could also wear overalls when you go in. Little flannel. You could do like a Jessica Simpson, Daisy Dukes vibe. Go in there and like really just lean in, you know? Um, now, personally, what I would do like today I got a manicure because you know I needed one before going to Paris. And um, the guy was mean to me. He was like, wow, short nails. I'm like, yeah, I like, I like them short. Meanwhile, they're short because I like to bite them once in a while. But um, he probably knew that. I mean, he's a pro and he could probably tell. And you know what? I was just kind of like, well, I like them. And that helps, you know? Okay, we have another question. Do you ever feel like you're channeling the gods of comedy? Okay, wow. This caller just asked, in case you didn't make that out, do I feel like I'm channeling the gods of comedy? Wow. Well, okay, here's how I feel about comedy. So I, I never wanted to be a comedian. And sometimes I don't really think of myself as that. I just am... I like to tell stories and I love talking and listening and I love performing. So I guess ultimately I am a comedian, but, um, it really all happened accidentally. And so it feels sometimes like, well, when I see something that makes me die laughing, I feel such a release of tension and I feel when my head like flies forward and backward, you know, when you're like dying laughing and like hitting your leg like that feels to me like definitely spiritual and definitely um a, a huge release of of endorphins and magic really so in that way when i am trusting myself and i just do things like that i like to say and do and i'm on stage it doesn't always feel like it is me i guess it feels like um, when I let my ego go that all this funny ass shit comes out 
And that's when I really have like a wild time and it's like really, really fun. So this question is really cool because I'm actually going to look up if there were, I'm sure people know this, but I just don't. Comedy God. Oh, okay. There are. The gods. Oh, wait. No, this is a play. Wait, but what about like um, Greek? The Greek gods are so cool. I would totally take a class in that. Oh, here we go. Talia, in Greek religion, one of the nine muses, patron of comedy. Cool. Wait, let's look at the nine muses. Let's see what they are. Nine muses, Greek. Cool. All right, you guys, these are the nine muses. Number one, we have, oh, I'm not going to pronounce this right, C-A-L-L-I-O-P-E. The muse of epic poetry, and her name translates in ancient Greek as beautiful voice. Okay. Two, Cleo. Muse of history. She had the power to immortalize anyone, whether they were hero, poets, or politicians. Hmm. Then we have Arato, <laughs> the one who inspired the most heartache, oh my God, and devotion. She was the muse of love and lyrical poetry. Oh, bitch, this, this motherfucker. I have, th this one comes to me, I'll tell you that much. I have so much music that I've never released. That's something else I, I need to do. That's something that I really want to do. Um, I wrote a lot of music in my 20s that when I was like going through a lot of different things. And now that I'm older and looking back, it's like I really like it, but I don't feel that attached to it. But in a way that makes it like more interesting. I don't know. Then we have Eruterpe, E-U-R-E-U-T-E-R-P-E. I don't know. Okay. Um, music and lyric poetry. Cool. I wish I knew how to pronounce these. I even took, well, no, I took Lion. All right. Malpom and Malpomene. Um, she's the muse of tragedy. Oh my God. Her role is illustrated by holding a dagger, a sword, and a tragic mass expression of grieving. This ironically does not reflect her name, which is an ancient Greek means to celebrate with song. Hmm. polyhymnia this one is many praises the best f in the artwork of the bus wait but was she the muse of y'all those who wish to give eloquent speeches in the sphere of politics would pray to her and ask for her guidance okay i know a couple people could use that right now <laughs> that much <laughs> um her Terpsichore, literally, T-E-R-P-S-I-C-H-O-R-E. Oh, dance. Okay, I love this. Delighting in dance. Her name is the root of many words related to the theme of dance. Relating to dance. Okay. Then we have Talia, classic name. Muse of comedy. This is the one. This is cool. Mischievous smirk of the muse. Very iconic. 
Maybe this is who's talking to me sometimes, Talia. I do get ideas at crazy times. It has a lot to do with meditation. Helps me a lot with just like um, grabbing ideas. But maybe maybe I can uh, incorporate this girl into some of my meditations. Ask her ass to help me. All right, Urania. Last one. Apart from music, song, and dance, the muses also had influence over scientific sphere. Oh, cool. Urania was the muse of astronomy. And so here in the artwork above, she's depicted with a globe. Mm, Yeah, classic astronomy. So these are nine women, nine muses. Oh, I would love for someone to call in who's a muse. One time I posted on Craigslist, muse seeks artist. And I got some really weird responses. It was really funny. I'll try try to find the post. Yeah. um, It would be cool to be a muse. If you're a muse, please call in. I would love to know what that's all about. I don't think I've ever had a muse who was alive. I'm definitely inspired by people, but they're never like... Well, actually, never mind. I totally had a muse. The guy that I wrote a lot of music about in my 20s. All right, muse seeking artist, New York City. And then I just wrote, yes, that's right. Available afternoons, evenings, mornings, overnight, weekdays, weekends, and education completed, some college. That got a solid 66 lights in 2019. I mean, like, that's iconic. <laughs> anyway, thank you for this amazing question. Okay, you guys, my bag is pretty much packed. Um, my luggage, that's what I mean by my bag. Um, I'm realizing a couple things I have to get tomorrow, including brown eyeliner and, um, what else was it? Something else. I also didn't bring any extra contacts, so if I end up losing some contacts, I'll just be wearing glasses in Paris, which is also cool. Anyway, um... I am meeting up with a listener in Paris, which I'm so excited. I have a mutual friend with her, so it's going to be cool. Shout out. (laughs) And um, I'm really excited. So tomorrow is a big day. And I hope you guys have um, a good night. Take care of yourselves and each other, as Jerry Springer says. Namatase, as my mom says. instead of namaste and um all right bye